Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. Hey, sister friend, welcome to the show, Garden of Favor. I'm so excited you're here. Before we get into today's content, today's episode, which I'm so excited to share with you, I wanted to invite you to a workshop that the Lord put on my heart that I'm really excited about. It is a three-day workshop. It is absolutely free, and it's all about you identifying, discovering, unveiling right your identity in Christ God's character and his nature and his identity and why those things matter for you to fulfill your calling. The three-day workshop is called Rooted and Ready, and it's going to be ready for you this week, coming up, this next week. So I would love for you to get registered for the Rooted and Ready workshop, talking about your identity. I am talking about God's identity and character. God is and why that matters. Like I said, it is absolutely free and I can't wait to share it with you so that you can discover these things and know these things, not just in your head, but in your heart so that you can fulfill your purpose and your calling. All right. All right, so let's talk about today's episode. Um, By the way, the the link for that is in the show notes. It's also in the Garden of Favor Bloom Society. If you're not in there, get in there. You can get the link and I'll get all that that goodness to you, okay? All right, so today, you know, so many of my podcast episodes are inspired by my coaching calls and and my own personal revelations with the Lord. He is so good. And today specifically is coming from one of my students in the Bloom Academy, which is... Uh, all designed about how to identify your purpose and your calling and like how do you figure that out, right? That's like the number one question I get from women. I don't know what God created me to do. Well, that's what the Bloom Academy is for. And that the door to that is going to be opening up for the next round here um, in the next few weeks. So be, uh, stay tuned for that. But as I'm wrapping up this, uh, group, which has been absolutely incredible, I'm just so excited for these ladies and, it's been amazing to see how God works. One of them was talking about how her sleep has been really disrupted lately and that she keeps waking up around like 3 or 4 a.m. And, and she just couldn't shake it. And she ended up getting up and spending time with the Lord. Now, she is a teacher, and so her and her husband both are teachers, and they have crazy work schedules. And she said, you know, she's one of the things we talk about in Bloom Academy is really getting your schedule and your intentions um, and your priorities straight and get them in order. And one of the things that she's really 
worked on is, you know, really figuring out what time she can get up, when she can spend time with the Lord, all of that, how that works with her her profession and her family in this season, all of that to say, you know, she needs her sleep. And she um, she was woken up and she was kind of discouraged, but then she said, you know, as I, as I just sucked it up and got up and realized, you know, maybe I'll just sit with the Lord. The Lord started to reveal stuff to her and I typed in the comments below her amazing post in our community and said, the fourth watch, and I put the mind blown emoji and a heart, which later on in our coaching, our group coaching call, she said, Heather, I didn't know about the fourth watch. And she's like, holy moly, I started researching it and I am mind blown to know that what it is. And so today's episode is to share with you what the fourth watch is if you've never heard of it, because I did not hear of it until somebody else told me. And so throughout scripture, we can see some different things talking about the watches. Um, and, And Jesus warns us to watch for him, especially in the, obviously when he was at the end of his ministry on earth before he was crucified. He says, he commands like us to watch, watch. So in Luke 20, 12, 35 to 40, um, I'll read, I'll read it all to you. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning and you yourselves be like men who wait for their master when he will return from the wedding, that, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. If he should come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect." I bet none of you were expecting God to possibly wake you up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m. to talk to you. But guess what? That is what the fourth watch is all about. So a little bit of history, um, and I'm finding a lot of this. You can, you can Google it, and there's a lot of different resources. But the Hebrew watch was divided into three different watches, the first, the middle, and the morning watch. But as the Roman influence and and was established, there was a number of watches that increased to four. So it wasn't just one, it was or three, it was up to four. So these times, these like almost like these little time zones, kind of thinking of like our morning, evening and night and afternoon, right? So it's this, the first watch is considered 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. The second watch is 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. The third watch is 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. And the fourth watch is 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. And so it is this known thing, I guess, to some people. Maybe you haven't known or I I didn't grow up knowing this. But during the fourth watch, there are significant um, opportunities to have a, a, to get with the Lord. Jeremiah 33, 3, I say it all the time, but come to me and I will tell you hidden things that you do not know. Perhaps if you have been waking up between the hours of 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., it is not to inconvenience you. It is to increase whatever God, the knowledge that he wants to give you or the, the time with him that he wants to spend with you. So if we look in scripture, we can actually see some of the things that took place in these crazy, kind of like that transition from night to early, early morning, right? Because we got that like 3 a.m., which is 
I mean, that's the question. Is that night? Is that morning? I don't know. To me, that's night. <laughs> but then it transitions into this early morning. So there's some examples of that in scripture that we can see significant things happened in the Bible during this crazy hour. So if God is waking you up, maybe he's like tapping you on your shoulder like, baby girl, I have something to tell you. I want to hang out with you. I encourage you not to think that it's an inconvenience but that it maybe is going to bring an, an encounter with you to have with the Lord. So here's some examples of it. Um, Peter and Jesus actually walked on water at these crazy hours of the night. And then you can find that in Matthew 14. Jesus was actually resurrected from the dead in this crazy, crazy hours in Matthew 28. We see that Moses led the Israelites across the Red Sea in Exodus 14. Jacob wrestled with God and met him face to face just before entering into his destiny as Israel. Gideon defeated the Midianites at that middle watch in Judges 7. So this is a significant time that God has done things in scriptures. So why wouldn't he want to do a significant thing with you? Now I know some of you might be saying, oh my goodness, what? I'm going to have to give up some sleep. I promise you, God will make up for it in your day right? He will make up for it. Just like I, I equate this to kind of like uh, fasting, how we're not supposed to tell the whole world we're fasting and nobody should know because we shouldn't look famished. We shouldn't look like we're tired. We shouldn't look like, you know, we're fasting. I think the same thing about this. When the Lord wakes me up at these crazy hours, I am like excited and expectant about it. And so I want to encourage you that if you're being woken up between the hours of 3 and 6 a.m., I don't know, get it, I don't know, maybe not get a cup of coffee, I, whatever works for you, but perhaps the Lord wants to spend time with you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to tell you some things that you not, do not know. He, does, he wants to meet with you, the God of the universe who spoke it into existence, who created everything on earth. Everything on this earth is for his pleasure. He owns everything. I just read that in scripture this morning. He owns everything and everyone. Ooh, does that make you feel safe? Because it certainly does me. And I know the enemy wants to lie to us and tell us that we're not safe, we're not okay, right? He wants to put fear into us. But when we think about the God of the universe, everything in it, he owns in everyone, everything, everyone, he owns it. It's his. And it was all made for his glory. But that the God of the universe who created the stars and the moon and the, the animals and the ocean and the waters, and he wants to talk to you. He wants a relationship with you. And so, I don't know. Do you think it's worth a couple hours or an hour or whatever he wants to spend with you to, to sacrifice that sleep? I air quote, sacrifice. I'm telling you, I have had some of the most amazing times with the Lord at these crazy hours. I actually get really excited. In fact, not that long ago, I felt the Lord literally woke me up at 414. And I woke up, I looked at my you know, my phone thinking, oh my goodness, what time is it? And it was 4.14. And in my spirit, I just thought, Esther, <gasps> Esther 4.14, oh my goodness, he wants to tell me something. Esther 4.14, made for such a time as this. We know that scripture, right? Esther 4.14, I took that as a sign. I was like, yes, Jesus, yes, Lord, here I am, send me. I'm coming, I'm coming. I got up, I got so excited, so expectant that the Lord was going to bring some revelation to me and something that he was calling me as his daughter, as, as an Esther to rise up and I was created for such a time as this. So 
Um, I just encourage you not to be discouraged if you're being woken up between the hours of 3 and 6 a.m. That perhaps it's the Lord. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to talk with you. He wants to hang out with you. He wants to tell you things that you do not know. All throughout scripture, you can find these different watches. In fact, watch is mentioned 24 times in the New Testament, all focused on being alert. I know we don't think I want to get up at three in the morning, but if you knew that Jesus, God, Holy Spirit wanted to talk to you, would you, would you answer the call? Would you answer the call? What is it, Lord? Here I am for you. Called me in 1 Samuel 3, 3, 5. Will you respond to God's call at these crazy hours in the morning like Samuel did? Here I am, Lord. You called me. What do you want to, what do you want to tell me? Um, Jesus is coming back and he will be looking for an alert and ready bride. Thinking about the women with the lamps and the 10, you know, the five and the five, five are ready, five were not ready. Let's be ready with oil in our lamps. So that's the story in Matthew 25. So that night watch, the watches, if you've never heard of this before, I encourage you do a little bit of digging, but as the Lord, perhaps it's not an inconvenience. It's actually, there's so much significance in this what might seem like an inconvenience and the lord wants to spend time with you he wants to share things with you so from 3 to 6 a.m sister friend get excited get ready get expectant for the lord to share with you some incredible things that you don't know and he loves you and he wants to tell you things and he wants to prepare you so perhaps this is a place where you're gonna get a blueprint perhaps this is a place you're gonna get to know his deep love for you but i am so excited for you i'm so expectant for you and i can't wait to hear of your testimonies over in the garden of favor bloom society so if the lord has been waking you up or he does wake you up in these times i encourage you share with other people so that they know this is not an inconvenience this, there's significance in this there is an opportunity to connect with the God, the creator of the universe in this crazy hours and that you're not going to miss out on anything. In fact, you're going to gain so much more. God, we thank you for your creativity. We thank you for all of these little mini clues and hints. It's like a treasure hunt when we read your word that we start to learn more about how detailed you are. Lord, you are in the details and everything that you create. It is good. God, thank you for the gift of time. Thank you for the gift of sleep. And thank you for the gift of these fresh encounters with you that you love us so much, so much that you would possibly wake us up in the middle of the crazy hours of the night slash morning. And it's because you, you want to spend time with us. So Lord, we thank you for sleep. We thank you for these divine moments with you. We thank you that we don't have to go through priest or anyone else or through you know, uh, another man to be able to spend time with you, but that Jesus already paid the price so that we have direct access to the creator of the universe. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for these special times that are coming ahead and we love you. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus name. Amen.